0: Hey there, and welcome to a brand new start. I'm your host, Sheridan Hare, and I'm the Ontario High School Specialist Student Recruitment Officer at Nipissing University. Joining me each episode will be a different member of the Nipissing University student community, sharing what life as an NU Laker is really like. On this week's episode, our guest is Brittany. Brittany is a fourth year student in the Bachelor of Social Work program here at Nipissing. Through her program, Brittany has had the opportunity to complete hundreds of hours on placement with a couple of different organizations in the North Bay community, and she's currently working with the recruitment team here at Nipissing as part of her placement work. Brittany is going to share what her journey to NU has been like and what the Bachelor of Social Work program looks like at Nipissing. Brittany, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you
1: so much for having
0: me. It's a pleasure. Of course. How is your week going? Good. You? I'm doing great. It's uh, nice and fall out there today. Oh, yeah. Beautiful colors.
1: Yes. A lot of photo opportunities.
0: Yeah. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit
1: about yourself? So my name is Brittany Young. I use she, her, hers for pronouns. I am a fourth year Bachelor of Social Work student, originally from Perth, Ontario, and I've been in North Bay since 2013.
0: Wow, 2013, that's a long time. What have you been doing in North Bay all that time?
1: So before I came to Nipissing, I actually went to Canadore College for a bit. Okay. Um, I studied business, to be honest. Okay. And Canadore is the college that we share campus with, so you were
0: right across the way.
1: It was. I had a lot of friends at Nipissing, and so when it came to making a decision to go to university, it was an easy choice. Right. And did you do that back-to-back? No. So I had started a program at Canadore. But decided it wasn't right for me, so I took a year off Okay. after my I got my business diploma.
0: Right. And then I decided I really wanted to get into social work. Okay. And what kind of led you from business to social work? Because those are, aren't kind of super related, right?
1: So when I was going in for business, I was actually thinking about human resources. Okay. But then I became a resident advisor at the college. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with students and making sure that their wellness is happening, that they're getting additional education on life skills. And that really sparked something in me that I wanted to help people. And so I decided to go into social work because that's helping people.
0: Right. I love that. So I was a residence, Don in my time at Nipissing. And I definitely know what you mean. It, it's a really rewarding experience. I can see how that would lead to, to social work. Oh, yeah. What was your experience like in the first year of the Bachelor of Social Work program here at Nipissing?
1: So for my first year at Nipissing, it was like coming home, as weird as that sounds, because I'd gone to Canada beforehand, coming back to the campus and knowing where things were was a comfort. Right. Getting to try out these new classes that weren't all specialized in one focus was really great, too, to explore my learning opportunities. And it was just a nice change. Mm -hmm. What have you had the opportunity to study throughout your degree in social work? So my first two years were spent more exploring courses and learning different theories of many programs. So sociology, indigenous history, Spanish.
0: (laughs) So you really had the opportunity to kind of
1: try different things. Exactly. So when it came time to apply to the professional years for the social work program, I really knew that that's what I wanted to do.
0: Right. Right. And can you tell us a little bit more about applying to the, like, the professional years? Because social work is one of the only programs that you have to do that with. So what what does that look like and how was it like for you?
1: So when you want to go in your third year, which is a very specialized course, you have the same 30 people in your classes, you're doing placement, you have to apply with a two-page paper that talks about a
0: specific subject that interests you, a bit about yourself, and your grades. For the listeners that might not know... The Bachelor of Social Work program here at Nipissing is structured a little bit differently from all of our other programs in that in the first two years, you're studying a lot of the theory and in the final two years, you're completing a lot of placement. So Brittany, I'd love for you to tell us about what that transition looks like from year two to year three and what kind of year three and four look like. All right. So
1: for year two to three, it's a big difference because you go from more generalized learning to specified learning. Mm -hmm. Everything is about social work. You're with the same 30 people in your cohort and you have the same teachers for everything. So it's very much social work always, (laughs) which is a big change from second year. And third year, second semester, you start placement. You have over 800 hours of placement between year three and year four, which is a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, so you have done how many placements at this point?
1: At this point, I'm on my second one.
0: Okay. And tell us what what you did and what that was like and all your experience. I'd love to hear some stories.
1: So my first one was actually at the Near North Palliative Care Network. Okay. Doing grief counseling and seniors connections, which was a program to help seniors in our community reconnect with people and have fun activities like okay. chair yoga.
0: That's so fun. Can you tell us what Near North Palliative Care is in case there are listeners that aren't familiar with it?
1: So Near North Palliative Care Network is a volunteer system to help people who are diagnosed with a life limiting illness. So these volunteers come in and provide a service to caregivers to give them a break while spending time with people who have life limiting illnesses.
0: Okay and you got to run events for these people?
1: I got to plan the events and coordinate all the social media and educational programming.
0: That sounds really cool and what about your second placement?
1: My second placement is with recruitment at Nipissing University. (laughs) Uh, Currently, I am working on many different projects, including connecting with our community resources and working to find ways to help our supporters of students.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That also sounds really cool. And we're happy to have you on the team. (laughs) I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. And what are some other things that you could do? Like, do you have another placement or is this your final one?
1: This is my final placement, but I have done a few careers in between. So over the summer, I did a digital marketing job, which had a lot of educational awareness, talking about hospice care, which is end-of-life care. So I did educational campaigns about, did you know? So people could understand the facts versus the myths
0: of hospice. Right. Where have other people that you know in the program done their placements? Like, are there other options that they can do? Absolutely.
1: There are some that work at youth centers to help with people who've had correctional issues there's family counseling there's people in educational systems helping
0: children through school and learning accommodations so many different different places yeah and how do you decide or get placed in a placement how does that work
1: so the professors all talk and they get to know you very very well in the program Mm -hmm. so they take your preferences and their knowledge of you to find the best fit
0: for you right So Brittany, what are your career goals? Like you've got lots of experience, it sounds like, so far, especially with the placements and the job opportunities you've had in between. Where are you hoping to kind of go after you graduate?
1: So I plan to work with the 2SLGBTQIA plus community, as well as people with mental health concerns. Those are two areas I want to do with intentional programming to help them create programs and goals even towards keeping themselves healthy instead of being
0: reactive. Right. Wow. That sounds really interesting. Is there a specific like organization that you're hoping to work with or just any kind of job surrounding that?
1: Any kind of job surrounding that because you never know where opportunities will happen. And so I don't want to block myself off by right. thinking, I want to get into this specific place. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And there are tons of options for anyone in the social work program you can kind of go various different pathways to careers right like is there is there like a few highlights that maybe we could share with listeners who are thinking about the social work program absolutely so you can do education you
1: can do counseling activism you could be a caseworker which is one that a lot of people think of the most as well as guidance
0: Things like that. Yeah. Lots of different options.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so many options. There's not one single job for a social worker.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about all of the courses that you would take as a social work student, like those required courses for the program?
1: Absolutely. So a lot deal with the theories that you have to learn because there's a lot of theory, Mm -hmm. but they also teach you in practical ways about the different levels of oppression, structural barriers, how to help clients learning interview skills through practice and learning about the indigenous community and all the unique barriers that they face one of my favorite classes in my field right now is indigenous wellness where we are actually beating so that we can learn more about the traditional art of beating and learn why it's so important to the culture
0: right and how how does that look like like what are you learning how to do it
1: So I've learned how to do it. I'm making a design currently. It's taking a lot of time and patience, (laughs) a lot of needle pricks, (laughs) but it's very insightful because you can do it while you're listening to the teacher. Right. So there's that added depth Mm -hmm. and it makes you really think more about the barriers that they face and the community.
0: And this is an Indigenous professor that is teaching this course too?
1: Yes, Dorothy Larkman.
0: Okay, amazing. That sounds incredibly cool. It is. I'm so
1: happy to be able to take this class.
0: Yeah, just different from a traditional lecture, right? It's more involved and and that type of thing.
1: Oh yeah, Dorothy makes sure that all of our classes are very involved. We often sit in a circle to learn that way and she explains things in stories and experiences of her own or people that she knows. Right. So that way it's not just reading it from a book.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this course is from the Indigenous program?
1: No, so it's a social work specific okay. course for fourth year social workers.
0: And it's a required course? It's a
1: required course. So
0: cool. I'm glad that they cover that. We actually have three courses on Indigenous studies. Okay, cool. I'm. That's such a... You wouldn't think that that would be included in the social work program as a requirement, but I'm glad that it is because especially here in North Bay, we have a very large indigenous population on campus and off campus too.
1: Oh yeah, it was a very big reason why I wanted to attend Nipissing University because I know it's such a
0: large community
1: Mm -hmm. and it's important to understand that community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I know in your first year, you can take the Intro to Sociology class because I took that back in my first year so long ago. But uh, there's an Intro to Social Work class as well that you have to take in the social work program. So what what does that look like? What do you study in that class?
1: So in that class, we get a taste of some of the different theories. So anti-oppressive theory, feminist theory, and understand the history of social workers, as well as how social workers play into everyday life. Mm-hmm. We do touch upon some of the theories that sociology does, but there's so much more than that.
0: Right. And it kind of just gives you an overview of like what you can study more in depth in your upper years?
1: A bit, yeah. And it gives you the context of what a social worker is because we have such a vague description of it. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is very broad, which oh. is,
0: is good. We often get asked what the differences are between the social work program and the Social Welfare and Social Development Program. And I was curious to get Brittany's opinion. We often get asked by students on the road when we're traveling what the difference between social work and social welfare is because we also offer the Social Welfare and Social Development Program. So I'm wondering if maybe you can speak to that as a social work student.
1: So the Social Welfare and Social Development Program often deals more with the history and theories of Different systems, whereas social work, we put it into practice. Right. We deal with the policies and procedures, and it's more direct with clients and clinical work.
0: Right, like out in the fields kind of working with people.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's very much looking at all the structures that we currently have in society and how they oppress or support people and how we can work to change it or benefit our clients. It's very much proactive.
0: Mm-hmm. So throughout your time at Nipissing,
1: have you gotten involved at all? I have, yes. I used to be an executive director for 2QT Pride, which was the 2SLGBTQIA plus group on campus under the Equity Center.
0: And what what did that entail?
1: So a lot of it was about education and teaching the different students what all the letters in (laughs) the acronym
0: mean. It is a long acronym.
1: Yes, as well as advocating for things such as making sure teachers use the preferred name for a student, right? and recognizing pronouns in everyday life.
0: Absolutely, that's super important. And uh, can you speak a a little bit maybe to Nipissing's uh, atmosphere around inclusion and, and things like that?
1: It's very comfortable. They do a lot to show that they care. They have many people educated and trained in knowing the LGBT community, as well as everyday things such as Most of the staff's name tags have pronouns on them. Right. They participate in many of the events that we have, including the Trans Day of Remembrance.
0: Yeah, lots of different things that we, we try and create an inclusive environment here on campus.
1: Absolutely. It's a place that it feels safe to come out if that's what you want to do.
0: Right. If you could go back in time and meet your first year self, is there a piece of advice that you would give her? And that can either be, your first year ever of post-secondary or your first year here at Nipissing? Or maybe both.
1: So it would be for both. And that would be manage your time. <laughs> manage your time because readings take forever and you need to be on top of them.
0: That's true. That's one thing I always said at the beginning of a semester. I'm going to read my textbook. But then the first week is like the calm before the storm. And then by the time you realize, oh no, I haven't done my readings. It, it takes so long to catch up.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: That's good advice. I like that. Do you have a favorite class that you've taken throughout your degree here at Nipissing?
1: So my favorite class to date was examining the paranormal. It took a religious and sociological approach to understanding paranormal phenomenons. And it was a lot of fun. Our final exam actually had a question about Stanley Kubrick's The Shining.
0: (laughs) So, and that was a religion course, right? It was, yes. Okay. I, I minored in religion, so I never took that course. It sounds really interesting, but I loved all my religion courses that I did take.
1: Oh, yeah. They were so fascinating. Mm-hmm.
0: And what about a professor? Do you have a professor that you'd like to give a shout out to here on the podcast or maybe a couple of professors?
1: Um, Jeff Thornborough and Ann Wagner. Okay. Both are social work professors. They both always have the most interesting conversations to have and allow me to ramble. With Jeff, we were recently talking about how superheroes could be used to help with trauma.
0: So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like social work, you can kind of go anywhere with it. Like that is such a random conversation to have, but seems relevant at the same time. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Do you have a favorite place to hang out here on campus?
1: The library, especially where the seats are by the window. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, especially on snowy or winter days yeah because you get to see the beautiful snow while you're comfortable and cozy
0: <laughs> I love going up there in the fall where you can see all of the leaves and I think you can even see like Nipissing like from the very top floor of the library too I think you can yeah yeah it's a nice nice view for sure and what do you think is the best thing about Nipissing and North Bay the scenery for sure mm-hmm.
1: it's very photogenic everywhere you go it is beautiful when you go downtown, every shop is unique and colorful. Yeah. There's a reason that they always seem to be filming movies down there.
0: <laughs> That's true. We do have uh, lots of movies that are filmed in North Bay and and especially our downtown like waterfront area. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And was that one of the reasons that you decided to come to North Bay to Kandor and then to Nipissing? It was one of them, yes. It was a beautiful place with us
1: city amenities and a small town feel. Yeah. So I felt comfortable being able to spread my wings
0: and explore
1: who I was up here.
0: Yeah. And like Perth is a smaller.
1: Very small town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm from a small town as well from Shelburne, Ontario. I'll give it a little shout out here. <laughs> and I felt the same way about North Bay. Like coming here was it was like a, a big city to me, but it was like comfortable enough that I didn't feel like I was getting lost here either. Oh, yeah.
1: There's only nine buses you have to keep track of instead of a 100.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, some people, me included, still managed to take the wrong bus, but that's okay. Oh, same, we all but make it back. the bus drivers are so helpful. Yes, oh my goodness. With your placement with the recruitment team right now, I, I know that people listening might not think that that directly relates to social work, and I would love to hear how you think that it does and, and how it actually does. So, although it might not look at it from a first glance,
1: this is a great opportunity to take the social work lens and use it in this system to figure out what students might not be the demographic that we think of traditionally with it mm-hmm. and what ways we can help them, mm-hmm. as well as unique challenges everyone faces. Social work's a lot about education and outreach, which is what recruitment's about. Mm-hmm. You're teaching everyone what our programs are about, what we're like, and that's a huge thing for social work.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. There's definitely lots of areas that we can target with a social work lens that I, th- I think is helpful.
1: Oh, yeah. Even in the smallest details, I see every day you guys are using your own social work skills that you might not realize.
0: Yeah. And it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to, to practice those skills outside of what you might traditionally do day to day. Exactly. Yes.
1: It's very much a unique placement that I think is a wonderful
0: opportunity that I get the blessing to have. <laughs> I'm so glad that you feel that way. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much for being here today, telling us all about the social work program, all about your awesome placements. And I'm so glad that you took the time to tell us everything today. Honestly, it was my pleasure. I'm so (laughs) happy to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Of course. That's it for this episode of A Brand New Start. Thank you to our guest, Brittany, for joining us today. A huge thank you to our producer, Chris Kinkarski, as well as Sarah Taylor, the associate registrar of recruitment who makes this podcast possible stay in touch with us do you have questions about how you can become a nipissing student do you want more information about the bachelor of social work program you can send us an email at nuinfo at nipissingu.ca or you can follow us on instagram to see all of the cool stuff we're doing at any recruitment if you enjoyed today's episode Please rate us and review us, or tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Sheridan Hare, and thank you so much for listening to A Brand New Start.